You're listening to the Randomized Agenda Podcast with Rands. Hey everyone, welcome to the second edition of the Randomized Agenda Podcast. And this is Rands. Alright, second show. We're off to a very good start here. Um, we're trying something different uh, this time around, so hopefully... Um, this one goes better than the first one. I mean, again, randomized. This is the reason why this show is called randomized. Um, nothing is really pretty much set in stone um, as far as how this goes. So, yeah, expect something really random every time. So uh, yeah, we're doing a different approach uh, this time around and uh, we'll see how this one would fare compared to the very first one. The very main difference really is that um, you and this is probably something that you might have noticed is the first part is very uh, scripted uh, with some, you know, with some things in between that, that were unscripted and for some of you who probably are very familiar with me who probably came across uh, this uh, show uh, this very podcast you'll probably know which ones were scripted and not uh, especially those who did work with me in the past when it comes to you know any radio production uh, projects or uh, something to that effect I don't usually you know that's the thing about uh any production work you know especially back in college is that i usually prefer to do the behind the scenes work so uh you know roles like a producer um usually i do the producer work or the post-processing work so either as a video editor or a sound editor or something to that effect um i only opt to do the frontline production work like being the talent itself like being a radio host or something uh, one the situation calls for it and that usually means you know i usually do the news commentaries uh back in the day man this is basically what it is you know like in the first episode and with that uh i do want to start off with an update or a follow-up to the first randomized agenda there are a couple of items that i do want to discuss there first things first is of course um the covid 19 situation here in the philippines we are still under the enhanced community quarantine here in the ncr plus bubble and it has actually been extended so we are now in the second week the original plan was it should have ended ended on April 4th and it's now been extended another week. So there's that. And what also happened ever since the first episode went out is that, you know, it kind of the illusion was that it was very likely that we may reach 10,000 cases a day, new cases a day. And unfortunately, that did happen. Uh, with the highest ever recorded number, it used to be around the 9,000s last week. It is now at 15,000 was the highest recorded number. You know, around that number. I don't have the exact number. And 
uh, we should I should preface that by saying that um, and this is also a disclaimer that the reason why it is 15,000 is because 3,000 of those cases reportedly came in late you know and that is to be expected you know several uh, laboratories were not in 100% in the operations because of the holy week holiday last week so there's that and that's also something to take note as we're getting new information now this week because ever since the 15,000 number came out um, thankfully we haven't seen a higher number since that uh, more recently So officials are saying that this is an artificial decline. So does it necessarily mean that uh, we're now in a downward trend? Of course, our hopes and prayers would be that it is a downward trend. But our experts are saying that uh, they would be able to say for sure, uh, probably in the next few weeks to come. And with that, Uh, there is also a lot of uncertainty whether uh, we would still be in an enhanced community quarantine, which mind you, that is the highest level among the four levels of quarantine that can be here in the Philippines. So, And what's now being considered is the modified enhanced community quarantine, and that's level two. And what that basically means is that there are going to be some, few, you know, rel- there's going to be some further relaxing of uh, the restrictions. Um, however, it's still limited to essentials. So only essential uh, travel, only essential workers are the ones allowed to be out and about, uh, basically. So, yeah. Just a little update on the quarantine situation there. Um, definitely, um, this may be something that's going to be a one to two month situation that we're going to be in this case. And that does mean that I am going to be staying in the Metro Manila area for a, a little longer. Um, supposedly, and that's the main reason why I actually took days off from work two weeks from now, is that was supposed to be my scheduled move out. Uh, get everything ready and, you know, just to vacate the place, get everything cleaned up and get ready to move back to my own province. And unfortunately, because of this uh, sudden turn of events, um, That has to be pushed back. Um, it's very unlikely that this would push through in May. I'm seeing June and July, and hopefully we would be in a better situation there. You know, as we continue to anticipate a vaccine. So, and another new story that uh, came in today is we just read out of AstraZeneca vaccines, um, which is part of uh, WHO's commitments. As part of the COVAX program, and you know the main reason why we ran out of those vaccines is because you know there are still some shortages, and there are some logistical issues that the World Health Organization has to sort out. Um, you know, understandably, a lot of people, a lot of countries are fighting for demand uh, for the vaccine, so that's pretty much understandable. Um, what's actually really uh, depressing is I actually came across a map that shows uh, 
which areas can expect uh, some normalcy, you know, what we call herd immunity. Not surprisingly, the more developed countries, the United States uh, and the United Kingdom, for example, uh, they would be, they're more likely to expect uh, normalcy within this year. So later this year, at the earliest, less developed countries like here in the Philippines, for example, the map is showing that we may see uh, normalcy around the start of 2023. So that means that we're going to endure not only this year, but most likely next year as well. And next year is going to be very important. It's an election year uh, for this country. And God knows what will, if this show is still going to be going on uh, by next year, uh, God knows what I'll, what we'll be talking about until then. As it is right now, as it's as it stands, and this is something that I did mention last time, I don't want to actively pursue political topics, but as it stands right now, you know, I really have to, is basically the situation is. The situation calls for me to get involved. As much as, you know, I try to steer clear away around it, um, most, of you, most people in my circle uh, do try to also steer clear around it, but again, just repeating what I said last time, and this still still holds true uh, to me. This uh, at this time is we can't really avoid it 100%, and more so that we really can't avoid it. And this is my view as it is right now. If you're listening to this just around the time that this gets published, this would be my most uh, reset view it's not something we would be able to steer clear around. and as surely as now there's gonna be a lot of preparation mental preparation for me especially as someone who recently found out that one of the main factors that actually affected my mental health for the last few years is actually stay being tuned into the news most of the time and as it turns out that was really really unhealthy especially when the entire world you know we're in this in, when we're in this situation right now uh, and that's the more when I really realized it that that was one of the factors so so yeah uh, that's the situation with uh, with COVID. You're listening to the Randomized Agenda podcast with Rands. Now, another follow-up that I do want to talk about is my main internet is back. My primary fiber internet connection, it actually just just fixed just a few hours ago uh, before I started recording. So that would be in the morning of Tuesday, April 6th, which ironically, that's about around the same time two weeks ago when my internet started to go out. So... 
two week outage. That's gonna be the longest that I have with Globe. Uh, <laughs> uh, at least with this connection, which, you know, I have yet to receive an explanation as far as why that happened. It's really hard to get a live person on the phone with Globe, which again, as someone who also works in customer service, it's pretty understandable. Customer service is actually one of those industries that were affected by COVID-19, uh, primarily for the reason because it is global. You know, a lot of companies uh, do outsource customer service uh, here. And because of that, uh, when the pandemic actually first broke out here, a lot of many people weren't able to report the work and that's where you for those who are listening to this in the US, uh, probably wondered why customer service turned really bad around March and April because, you know, people can't get to their offices. Uh, we were, so it took some time for companies to adapt. Uh, some companies adapted better than others. My current company was in the latter because there's already a remote work systems in place. And actually, I can pretty much talk about this more publicly now. Uh, we are going to be a remote first company now, virtual first company. So we're going forward. Uh, we're not actually going to be bound to physical offices. There's still going to be physical locations, but um, we're actually now given the flexibility to work more, pretty much anywhere as long as, well, at least here in the Philippines, as long as we have good internet, you know, obviously have access to our paychecks. And again, just circling back to that first requirement, good internet, I am so glad that I have it back. Um, when something is taken away from you, uh, it does give you an idea as far as uh, how something has been taken for granted. And for me, that has been high-speed internet because I've pretty much been forced to adjust my internet usage due to initially data caps because, you know, my backup, both my backup prepaid Wi-Fi's are limited to the data allowance that they would provide. And, you know, thankfully, you know, considering I haven't been one in a while, uh, I've noticed that, you know, they've been a little bit more generous. Emphasis a little bit because uh, five years ago, you know, two gigabyte data was already significantly large at the time. You know, these days, that's not going to cut it. And thankfully, we're saving data promos going upwards to 10 gigabytes, 15 gigabyte, uh, gigabyte data caps. Um, and with GOMO actually, which is uh, the one that I've been using, their timing was really good where they offered the only data promo, which is something that they offered last last month uh, for the 3-3 sale, um, you know, March 3. Um, I actually did I actually had to make the decision to whether to go for the only data because at the time, of course now, you know, two days later after purchasing that, turns out my internet will be fixed. 
But at the time, I still didn't have an idea whether or not Globe would be able to fix my internet issue because it's been out for so long. So I had to make a choice. Um, you know, the only data was really tempting. There was the only catch that they had with GOMO is that you are locked in for the 30 days upon that purchase. And what's more significant is instead of data capping you, they're capping your access speed. And it's five megabits per second. And to me, I figured that that was enough of a trade-off as long as I don't have to monitor my data usage at the time. And at least I can get, you know, all of the basics sorted out, you know, all the updates, all the downloads that I still need to do on a regular basis without monitoring my data usage. The only downside to that is, of course, you are limited to five megabits per second, which these days, you know, for one person, it's can be usable. I mean, with five megabits, you would be able to go on video meetings and watch a YouTube video in HD, but it may not be uh, reliable. And based on that assessment, um, I do think that a minimum that someone should get nowadays, if you are looking into an internet, is get at least a 10 to 15 megabit per second internet minimum. And that's only if you're the only one that's using the line. If you're gonna be sharing the internet with, you know, with a family, and that would mean about two to three other members, you'll have to consider going for 30 to 50 megabit per second. Right now, I do think that I'm overpaying a bit for my internet because I, I did upgrade my plan uh, for 2021. And that means that the internet speed that I'm getting right now should be at 70 megabits per second, which I think that only comes very useful when I do need to download games uh, a lot, which right now I really I noticed that I did have to do because, you know, I did upgrade my PC to have more storage now. So on top of the one terabyte hard drive that I have since my very first build, when I actually upgraded to the Ryzen, which I talked about last episode, I also actually upgraded, not really upgraded, but added uh, storage. Uh, so, I, so I now have a total of three terabyte uh, hard disk storage, and that's on top of the five 12 gigabyte um, NVMe SSD that I'm using as the primary drive. Which, by the way, go in an SSD as much as you can if you're building a new PC. You do enjoy uh, a very faster computer. Your computer will really thank you for that. It does feel a lot snappy. Not just with the boot times, but you know, just with overall computer performance overall. And it does uh, relieve the strain from, the, from your spinning drives. And your spinning drives will also work a tad bit faster as well. So it's all it's good to also store your games there, which I'm doing right now. Because surprisingly, most games these days, especially the AAA ones, it can go hundreds of gigabytes. And right now I am downloading 
XCOM 2 because I had uh, the urge to play it again for some reason. Um, on Steam, it requires a 65GB download. And I actually started this as I availed the only data promo from GoMo. And not surprisingly, it says it, it will take... <laughs> it will take about four days for the download to be completed. And if I were to use the full 5 megabit speed for that download, I can't pretty much do anything else. And that's another thing that I did take for granted. Because I do have the extra bandwidth uh, with my... Uh, with my 70 megabit connection, even if I'm downloading something from Steam, I can still watch uh, a YouTube video in HD or do other stuff, you know, and still multitask because a lot of, another thing I realized is a lot of things that we do now is mostly online. Graphic design, you know, um, a lot of people use Canva to do their graphics work. And that, that app is online. And there are some other tools that you'll need access to the internet. So it has really become essential. Access to the internet has really much become essential. And that's something that's pretty much well established. So yeah. I'm pretty much thankful that I have internet now. And whew, it's really refreshing. You're listening to the Randomized Agenda Podcast with Rands. Now, originally I was supposed to talk something else today, but it looks like I'm really running uh, on time here. Uh, so let's make this quick. Um, the original uh, item for this uh, Randomized Agenda actually was a very very trending story that happened uh, during the whole week. You know, again, as a follow-up to the ongoing pandemic, ongoing quarantine, there were some restrictions. And of course, that means checkpoints. And a very interesting story that came out was a food delivery driver that was being blocked by local officials because... Well, in the local officials' view, they're saying that Lugao, which is for the benefit of our uh, non-Filipino listeners, that's uh, Filipino rice porridge for you guys. So Lugao, they, they're saying that it's not essential. And I'm just trying to understand the reasoning behind this uh, local official or barangay. I think... The, their train of thought is that because, you know, a curfew is implemented, all services should be stopped. No one should be out. No businesses, no transactions, no services whatsoever. All of those are suspended to during curfew. And I think that's their train of thought. Because their reasoning behind uh, Lugo not being essential it's just plain ridiculous. And I am sure many of you guys have seen the video, myself included, because the exp their main explanation is that if Lugao is essential or if it's considered a food essential, 
then the restaurants and bakeries should be open is what there's uh what they officially say and that's really just plain ridiculous and there's a lot of uh, bs around that because technically speaking if we go through the restrictions set forth by the government uh restaurants are allowed to remain operational uh, for 24 hours for delivery services like uh, you know like the in-house delivery and even for delivery riders for like grab and food panda for example you know those two apps pretty definitely the most popular ones here yeah, it's like the uber eats uh, in the other parts of the world so yeah <sighs> So, so because of that video, um, a lot of us uh, pretty much had uh, a, a newfound appreciation for Lugao, uh, myself included, because right after that incident, I definitely, definitely also ordered Lugao on Grab for myself. And even though we tried to restrict ourselves from delivery to also maintain our safety, in a way, we still kind of had to find a way to support um you know our delivery riders and our uh, local food businesses uh when you do order stuff from grab either for you know especially for food as much as you can try to order from a local store you know not like from a franchise because it does help them a lot and if you want to take it a step further uh order from them directly don't go through grab uh if you know if they have the capability to deliver to you without using a grab you know not or placing your orders through grab um that will also help them even more you know just adding my two cents to that uh and i think that's something that we can talk about in a later time but and actually i'm thinking that we can definitely talk more about this in the next episode because we're actually kind of short of time now the purpose of this episode is probably we can call this 1.5, but this is actually more so of a follow-up to the things that's happened since the first episode. So consider it as a teaser for the next one. Uh, Lugao is essential, and we'll definitely talk more about that in depth. So that's something that we will park for now in this edition of the Random Minds Agenda, and it will be something that we will be revisiting next time. But for now, Thanks again for reaching and still listening up to this point, and hopefully you'll stick around for more. And if you did like this approach better than the very first episode, you know, just give me a heads up. But for now, thanks for stopping by and uh, have a good one for now, and be safe. Take care.